Welcome to another episode of Happy Without Medicine. And today I'm going to be talking, actually it's going to be more of a heart to heart. I'm going to be talking about the topic of comparison, the number one reason why you are lacking joy in your life right now, especially around this time of year. It's the holidays, right? We've just come out of Christmas. We're now into a new year and maybe you're feeling down on yourself. Maybe it feels like there's a bit of a gray cloud over you. Yes, this is the time of year where we come up with goals and we're excited for a fresh start, but for many of us, it's not the case. Many of us are dealing with a dampening of our joy and it all comes from comparison. And this is what we're going to be talking about in today's episode. So stay tuned and enjoy. Welcome to Happy Without Medicine. And I'm your host, Dr. Yuandi, a medical doctor, therapist, and a fierce advocate for your happiness. My mission here is simple, to help professional women just like you create a life you're excited to wake up to. It's time to make the happiness you feel on the inside match the success others see on the outside. Let's get started. And so today we're going to be talking about comparison. For many of us women, it's such a big source of unhappiness. And yes, for men too, I know that in general, right, men do tend to have this competition thing going on between themselves. But for women, I think that the issue of comparison, it's more insidious, it's more subtle. And if we're not careful, it can evolve into full-blown envy where you are desiring or where you are desperately seeking out what somebody else has that you don't have. A state of comparison is such an unhealthy place to be for several reasons. And I'm sure that like all of us, right, myself included, you found yourself comparing yourself to someone else. Maybe it's their physical appearance. Maybe it's the clothes that they have, the car that they drive. Maybe it's the school that they send their kids to. Maybe it's the books that they've written or the talks that they've given, especially in this age of social media where, you know, when we were growing up, you know, back in the day, (laughs) if you are a millennial like me or older back in the day, the only time you had the opportunity to compare yourself to someone was maybe you went to their house or you saw them on the street and that was really restricted to people in your vicinity. But now literally at the tip of our fingers, we have access to the lives of thousands and thousands of people. It's in your face. Just coming out of the holiday season, I remember there was a day I was scrolling through Instagram and it was family photo after family photo after family photo. And don't get me wrong, these were beautiful family photos. But I found myself getting a bit tense and a bit restless. And I didn't realize why until I finally, thank goodness, came across a family photo of someone who was like, you know what, I'm just going to post a normal picture of me and my family. So she was on the couch. The photo wasn't edited. It wasn't photoshopped or anything like that. And it was a very big contrast. So they were just wearing their regular pajamas. There was popcorn on the coffee table with some drinks and some snacks. 
a very big contrast to the curated, photoshopped pictures of people in their matching sweaters and matching pajamas and a photo studio and all of that. And I found that so refreshing. I found it so refreshing to actually see a quote unquote normal picture. And I realized the reason why I was starting to get agitated was I was feeling the tension between what I knew to be real in my family as far as Christmas Day and what Christmas Day looked like and what other people were presenting to the world in these perfectly posed and curated family pictures. Like I say, don't get me wrong. I loved the pictures. They were very beautiful. But the psychological impact that I observed is one that many of us experience when we are on social media, comparing our lives to the pictures that we see. Which brings me to my first point about comparison, which is A lot of the things that you find yourself comparing yourself to aren't even real. They're not real life. I can't count the number of times when a patient has come into my office and said, Dr. Yewande, remember the family I was telling you about a few weeks ago where I was feeling bad about myself, I was feeling bad about my kids, I was feeling bad about my family because I was looking at their pictures and everything looked so perfect and everything looked so good and they looked like they were having a good time. Well, the wife came to my house the other day and she was crying, saying that she wants to file for divorce. You know, I've heard stories like that so many times and it's like, yeah, well, I told you not to compare. (laughs) Well, I don't say it like that, but I know enough to know that the things that we see on social media is not real life, which again, doesn't make any of these people posting this version of themselves. It doesn't make them bad people. It's just human nature to want to present the best version of yourself to the world right? To put your best foot forward. And people want to be entertained. People want to see nice pictures. And so that's what social media is giving us, that entertainment, the nice pictures, the highlights. I don't know if you've ever had this experience. I know that I certainly have when, say, for example, my husband and I, we see a very interesting trailer of a movie on TV. And we're like, this looks so good. This is the movie we want to go watch and we're so excited because the highlights look so awesome and so interesting. And then we go to watch the movie and it is boring. (laughs) It's like they put all the best parts in the highlight and they showed it to us just to get us to come to the cinema. And then we get to the cinema and then the entirety of the movie altogether is boring. Well, that's what's happening with social media when you are comparing yourself to somebody's highlights. They're only showing you the best parts. They're not showing you the everyday struggles. They're not showing you the times when their kids are having a meltdown. They're not showing you the times when they're bloated, when they put on weight, when their skin is in a breakout. They're not showing you all the regular day-to-day parts which you are experiencing. And so then you end up thinking, oh, I don't have a good enough life because my life doesn't look like this highlight. It's not fair. I heard a quote that said, you are comparing your face with someone's filter. You're comparing your real face to someone's filter and it's just an unfair comparison. Your face is going to lose out every time. And this is why comparison is such a big source of unhappiness is because it's a never ending struggle to look like a filter, to make your real face look like a filter. It just is never going to happen. So this is what I suggest. I suggest taking breaks from social media, 
which I do. I will delete Instagram off my phone, especially if I'm finding that it's affecting my joy and my peace. I'll just delete the app. Yes, I use social media for my business and all of that, but at the end of the day, it's not worth the cost of my peace and my joy and my happiness. So take breaks from social media. The other thing that I've done over the past few months is I've gone to curate my feed such that I'm only seeing people who are giving me a balance of real life and also posed life. For example, recently I started following a fitness expert who shows both her posed pictures and her relaxed pictures. So when she's showing pictures of her muscles and her physique, she's showing it when it's posed and she's also showing it relaxed. So I can see, oh, okay, it's the same day. It's the same person, but she's real. She's showing me a real version next to an Instagram version of herself. So I suggest that one, you take breaks off of social media And two, you only follow people who give you a balanced perspective. So you don't have an unrealistic expectation of what life actually is. Okay, so I'm going to go on to my second point, which is the problem with comparison is that it takes you off your own course. I 100% believe that all of us are uniquely designed to execute on a specific purpose. And whether that purpose is being a stay-at-home mom who is raising the next generation of leaders, presidents, inventors, and you're doing that quietly, you're doing that consistently, you're doing that behind the scenes. So that could be your purpose. Or your purpose could be to be the CEO of a multi-billion dollar corporation and being a visible example of what's possible for women of color. At the end of the day, we're all designed for something specific. And it's like being in a car and you're driving towards a specific destination. Maybe you're driving from Toronto, you're trying to get to New York City and you get in your car, you're on the highway and then you take your eyes off your GPS. You take your eyes off your road You take your eyes off your lane and you're looking at someone else's lane because you're like, oh, their car looks so much better. They look like they're having so much fun. And the next thing you know, you are now swerving. You're swerving off your lane. You might end up crashing because you're not focused on where you're supposed to be focusing on and you end up burning out. That's one thing that happens is you're trying to keep up with someone else and you end up burning out. Or worse, you actually end up following that person and you end up in a destination that you don't even like. (laughs) Maybe you end up somewhere in like rural Saskatchewan. I don't know, nothing against rural Saskatchewan, but your destination was New York City. You had things in New York City that you were going to do, which are not available for you and for your happiness in rural Saskatchewan. The people that were going to rural Saskatchewan knew where they were going. They knew why they were going there. Yet you took your eyes off your destination because you thought that they were having more fun and it looked like that was a better life. And you end up in a destination that is totally out of alignment of what you want for yourself. So you either end up burning out because you're trying to do something that you were not designed to do. You end up crashing or you end up lost. And so comparison, taking your eyes off your own lane, taking your eyes off your own goal is such a terrible idea. When I'm talking to my patients, I like to give the example of my car. So I drive a Toyota Corolla. I've had this car for 12 years. In fact, just yesterday, my husband was like, you know, when are you going to change this to your car? And I'm like, don't talk about my car. (laughs) 
I get very protective. And this is because I have created so many memories with that car. It's taken me on road trips, trips with my girls, memories with my kids, dates with my husband. That car has taken me to different parts of Canada for my medical rotations. And so I have such fond memories with that car. But if my car were to wake up one day and say, you know what, I don't like this life. (laughs) I don't like this life. I want to be like that Porsche that has won multiple Formula One races. And it's like, no, that's what I want. That's what I want. I'm not happy with this life. That's what I want. And then my Toyota is like, okay, I'm going to start I'm going to become a race car. At the end of the day, it's an exercise in futility because it was not built for a Formula One racetrack. It wasn't built for that. And so it was built to make memories for a girl who became a med student and resident and a doctor and a mom and a wife and all of that. That's what it was built for. And so if it takes its eyes off what it has to focus on something else, a life that it wasn't designed to to execute on a life that it wasn't designed to have, it's going to, trying to chase that is going to end up in misery. And that's what a lot of us do in that we don't pay attention to what are my values? What are the things that make me happy? What was I designed to do? We focus on someone else and we end up chasing a life that was never ours to begin with. Now, I want to use this opportunity to say that there is nothing wrong with being inspired by someone. And hear me clearly, there's absolutely nothing wrong with being inspired by someone. In fact, I have many people who inspire me. But the energy behind inspiration and the energy behind comparison are different. And this is how you know. You know that you are in a state of comparison when you leave someone's presence or their home or you've watched their video or their pictures on social media and you end up feeling bad about yourself. You end up talking down on yourself. You end up disregarding the things in your life. Inspiration leaves you feeling different. Inspiration leaves you feeling, oh my goodness, I can do this too. Wow, so so and so has written a book. Okay, I need to get my act together to write my book. I've had this dream for a long time. It's time to get it done. That's the difference between inspiration and comparison. You leave comparison feeling bad about yourself, whereas you leave inspiration feeling good about the possibilities that you have. So I want to make that clear, that there's nothing wrong at looking at others and being inspired, but it's when we get into that state of comparison that things end up feeling really different. And my final point is that comparison steals from you. It steals from you. What does it steal? It steals your time because you're wasting so much time looking at other people instead of investing that time in realizing your own dreams, it steals your money. We all hear about keeping up with the Joneses. So you're comparing your vacation. Maybe you took a vacation to Quebec City with your family and you are comparing it to a vacation another family took to an exotic location like maybe Fiji or Bora Bora. And then you're like, okay, Next vacation, we must go to Bora Bora. And so you gather up all your savings and you spend it on a vacation. You're not even going to enjoy it because of the cost that it has come at. Whereas if you just stick with your budget, stick to what you can afford, enjoy your time with your family, whether it's in Quebec City, whether it's in like right at home and you book a hotel somewhere and go, right? You're going to enjoy that a lot more than 
gathering all your savings to go to an exotic location because you are comparing your vacation to someone else's vacation. So it steals your time, it steals your money, and it steals your happiness. It steals your happiness. Have you ever had an experience where you've had a great day, you've been so productive, you've done all the things that you want to do? You're like, okay, I'm just going to chill on social media for a little bit. And then you open your phone and right off the bat, you see someone who has maybe opened up a second store of their business and right away, all your accomplishments now pale. Your joy, the joy that your accomplishments have brought now pale in comparison, right? Comparison steals your happiness. It steals your happiness. And so then now what do you do about it? The main thing I spoke about earlier is adjusting your social media habits. And I spoke about that already. And the other thing is really practicing gratitude whenever it is that your kids come and give you a big hug. Maybe they're not the the one getting all the awards at their school, but they're kind, they're affectionate, they're loving, they're, they listen, right? Appreciate that about your kids. Appreciate that about your kids. Focus on that. Focus on that. Focus on what you do have, right? Focus on what you do have. Maybe it's your career. Maybe once again, somebody who you went to school is receiving accolades and promotions and is sort of being talked about in the news and all of that. And you're like, oh, well, what about me? What about, you know, you start to compare, you start to feel bad about your own career. Focus on your accomplishments. Keep your eye on your own lane. The only person you should be comparing yourself to is who you were yesterday, not somebody else. So open up the notes app of your phone. Or one of the resources that I recommend to my patients is the five minute journal. You can get it at, on Amazon, you can get it at Chapters or any bookstore get the journal. And what that'll do is it'll force you to focus on what is going well in your life instead of focusing on the things that you don't have or the things that you don't have yet. So the input, monitor what's going into your mind, monitor what's coming in through social media, and then the output, document the things that you're grateful for on a consistent basis. That is the cure for comparison because To end this episode with a quote, comparison is the thief of joy. That's by Eleanor Roosevelt. And so I really hope that this episode has helped you. And going forward, you'll catch yourself when you get into a state of comparison. And then you can focus on eliminating the source of that feeling while also documenting and writing down the things that you're grateful for. If you found this episode helpful, please be sure to share it with a friend. I'm sure they're going to love it too. And until next time, remember, I am here always fiercely advocating for your success and your happiness. Bye. Thank you for joining me, Dr. Yoande, on the Happy Without Medicine podcast this week. If you enjoyed this episode, I would so appreciate it if you could give it a review on Apple Podcast because it helps Happy Without Medicine pop up when other women are searching for ways to find their happiness again. And visit happywithoutmedicine.com to view the complete show notes and other resources mentioned in today's episode. I'll catch you next time.